Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. In the past couple of years, especially since the pandemic began, more and more unhoused folks are sleeping on CTA trains. Nonprofit groups that work to support Chicago's unhoused population have been drawing attention to this. But you have probably noticed them yourself, especially if you frequent the red line and the blue line. The CTA is basically the most public-facing window of the crisis. That's my colleague, WBEZ Metro reporter Anna Savchenka. She's been reporting on the city's crisis with homelessness, talking to outreach workers, city officials, and unhoused people about where they end up when there's nowhere else to go, including on the CTA, which is usually the last resort. There are a lot of factors contributing to homelessness in Chicago. And sometimes it seems like the folks who have the power and responsibility to address this are not doing enough about it which means homelessness continues to have implications for almost every part of our society, from mental health and physical health to safety to employment to transit. Anna is here to update us on what's happening now with unhoused folks on Chicago trains, in shelters, and at O'Hare, starting with the reminder that it may seem like a lot now, but it's nothing new. You know, when it gets cold in the Windy City, you just see more people looking for shelter on trains, uh, at CTA stations, at the airport. That's nothing new. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was new or has changed since the pandemic is that we've seen a rise in homelessness. Okay. And also new this year were some images that went viral of unhoused people sleeping at O'Hare to the point where that made national headlines. Like there was even a story in the New York Post which described these dystopian housing encampments taking over O'Hare, which is why Mayor Lori Lightfoot stepped in mid-February and said that she was going to do uh, whatever it took to remove unhoused people from O'Hare. So the issue of homelessness is not new, but what's new is just how much attention it's been getting this winter. Okay. Um, And naturally that attention, people think it requires them to take action. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, since the mayor made that statement in February, now uh, when you arrive to the airport at night, you can't get in unless you show a working badge or a boarding pass. So if you're experiencing homelessness, you that's not an option anymore, basically. Wow. And the, those boarding passes and employee passes are required if you're arriving on the train, Yes, correct? if so. you're taking the blue line to O'Hare. Okay. How else is that affecting what's happening on the trains right now with unhoused folks? Yeah, well, the CTA is basically the most public-facing window of the crisis. So there have been customers that have complaints and there uh, incidents where customers have felt unsafe because somebody's being rowdy on the train. That's understandable. But there's also just so much going on in terms of what's pushing more of these people to sleep on trains, buses, CTA stations, you name it. Yeah. What What is pushing that? Well, during the pandemic, a lot of shelters had to limit bed capacities, you know, for social distancing purposes uh, yeah. to stop the spread of the virus. So the number of available beds just 
decreased. And what that meant was more, it pushed more people out into the streets. And though the, although we've sort of recovered from the pandemic, the shelter bed system never recovered. So mm. there's still significant bed shortages, which are contributing to the problem. So there are thousands of unhoused folks um, in the city, but how does the city actually calculate that? Well, the city has this thing called a point in time count. So in January every year, uh, people are basically sent into the streets and they count how many people they see that don't have a place to go. Um, That number has fluctuated in recent years. Uh, During the pandemic in 2020, it was around 5,000 Um, In 2022, which is the latest data that we have, the city counted about 4,000 people as part of its point-in-time count. But this is extremely interesting because then you have organizations like the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless, which they have their own way of calculating the amount of people in Chicago that are experiencing homelessness. Their most recent report outlined that in 2020, about 65,000 Chicagoans were unhoused. So how do you go from the 65,000 <laughs> number to the 3,000 number? Um, well, basically, the best way to explain it is that the coalition, the way they calculate their number is that they include everyone who may be sleeping on in cars, sleeping on somebody else's couch. They may not be necessarily sleeping on public transit, but they're still technically unhoused. So Mm -hmm. that's why the number is so high, whereas the point in time count only includes those people that they see on the streets. Wow. That when you first said that, that just sounded sounded so incredibly imprecise. (laughs) Um, Yes, exactly. Can you get a little bit more into the situation with the shelters, um, what is the state of shelters in Chicago? How has that evolved? Um, and yeah, what, what's the situation with the beds? Yeah, so right now there are about 3,000 available shelter beds citywide. But the system that manages those shelters, it currently has more than 11,000 active clients. So people that are already in the system, that are clients and uh, return to, to ask for beds, that's four times the amount of available beds. On top of that, you have a waiting list which is more than 4,000 people long. And the wait time to get a bed, according to city data, is about three and a half months. So, you know, if you're on the street and you're looking for a bed tonight, three and a half months is not the answer you're hoping (laughs) to hear. Um, And I was recently at an outreach event Uh, organized by an outreach agency that helps those experiencing homelessness. This was at uh, Forest Park, one of the locations that they set up shop uh, on the CTA. And I spoke to Malcolm Reed, who's this 52-year-old father. He's been experiencing homelessness for about 10 years now. And I asked him, you know, what's the situation like on the ground? Is it hard to get a bed? Have you tried to get a bed? Absolutely. I was at uh, 10 South Cares the other day, which is uh, a place we go and and get uh, shelters referral. But uh, they don't have beds all the time. Um, as far as the beds go, there's just not availability. 
That's Stephanie Schreiber, the case manager on duty. We call 311 to try and find shelter, and I personally have never successfully been able to get someone to bed. So that woman at the end there is the case manager that was on duty the night that I visited the outreach events. And she's been working as a case manager for a year. And she says that she's never been able to successfully get someone a bed. And she works with dozens of clients like this on a daily basis. Wow. So when you spoke to Malcolm, um, he was accessing services from the Night Ministry. Is that right? Right. Can you talk about what that program is? Yes. So the Night Ministry is one of the three outreach programs that the city has expanded its long-standing partnerships with uh, this year, specifically to increase their outreach on the CTA to assist those that are experiencing homelessness. And the Night Ministry, they set up at the Howard Station on the Red Line and Forest Park, the last stop on the Blue Line, twice a week. And uh, they have a medical station. They have a food station. So you can go there. You can get a med kit. You can get medical assistance. You can get a hot meal. They do clothing donations sometimes. So if you're lucky and you get there on time, you might get a coat or something. Okay. But that's rare and donations run out very quickly. Yeah. Um, and as far as the other ones, uh, they operate mostly on the uh, blue and red lines. So, These are other organizations besides Night Ministry. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thresholds uh, and uh, Haymarket Center. Okay. So they have outreach teams that they've placed now this year on the red and blue lines. These outreach teams ride the train after rush hour. And anyone that's there that um, they see that person needs help or they're sleeping on the train or they need mental health treatment or any sort of medical assistance, they'll assist those people there and Mm -hmm. then. So they kind of cover the CTA in in different ways, these three organizations. Wow. Um, A lot of community work um, going into that. I'm wondering what the city Um, officially is doing about this. I heard you say that they're working with some of these organizations, but do they have other efforts that they're taking? Well, these are specifically the city's most recent efforts to address homelessness. In the past, the city spent about 400,000 annually on homelessness outreach, specifically on the CTA. This year, they're ramping that up to 2 million. And that's specifically for outreach on the red and blue lines. And these are, you know, full-time teams that have now been placed in these locations to help the unhoused at um, major public transit hubs. Yeah. The conductors and the drivers, have you been able to engage with them at all or get a sense about how they're dealing with this? That is a great question that I should follow up on in my future reporting. (laughs) Anna Savchenka is a Metro reporter here at WBEZ. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Anna did a whole feature story about unhoused folks on the CTA. You can check that out at WBEZ.org. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. Haley Bloomquist engineered this episode. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.